This is Women in STEM Career and Confidence, the podcast for scientific and professional women who want to restore confidence, make meaningful impact, and balance the things and people that mean most to them. I'm Dr. Hannah Roberts, and I'll be sharing with you insights and inspiration into the mindset and skill set to help you navigate your career and lead powerfully. It's recorded live and outdoors. So anything could happen. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the show this morning with my very hot red face. (laughs) It was a hot, hot swim this morning, I have to say. So I wanted to talk this morning as a follow on from last time, because we talked about people who really trigger us, really have us feel something in response to either them or the way that they behave. This even works the same way with animals as well. Which animals really do you dislike and why? Why are those things? Because we all have different competing voices inside of our own heads. This is perfectly normal if this is the first time that you're hearing this. (laughs) Um, We're not crazy that you have different styles of voices within you. And you might have noticed that in different scenarios, you actually show up differently. Now, these different voices are often competing. So, for example, I might have a voice that says, um, you've got to stay up late and prepare for that workshop tomorrow. And the other voice says, no, I want to watch Suits. (laughs) I am not talking from experience of what happened last night. (laughs) But these voices happen inside our own heads all the time. And quite frankly, sometimes they disagree with each other. Now, when we were thinking about the people who trigger us the most or the situations or the things that trigger us the most, often that's one of these voices that's disowned within us. And by disowned, I mean it doesn't always win or it doesn't even get heard in all of this melee of noise that goes on in our heads. So we call it disowned selves and we have these primary selves that do get heard a lot in our own head. Um, For example, like you might have a really strong, and this is this is so normal, pusher, pleaser, perfectionist, protect, controller, inner critic. They might be strong voices within your mind. And some disowned selves might be, you know, the, the slob, the person that sits in front of the telly and, and doesn't feel guilty about that. It might be the um, free spirit part of you. It might be um, a whole heap of other things because it's all very individual. So the other place that I want you to think about today in terms of disowned selves, and this really shows up quite quite nicely, is when we look at people that we admire. So when I go around to people's houses and they make me feel really welcome, you know, they come in, they make a big fuss of you, they're like, what can I get you? Drinks and all that kind of um, stuff. And they have all nibbles and little pots and it all looks beautiful. And again, their house and their house looks um, beautiful and all this like lovely stuff and there's a nice ambiance around it. And they're just really great with people and making people feel comfortable and welcome. I really admire that in other people. And the reason I admire that is because I feel that, um, well, I'm probably not so much these days, but in the past, when I used to have quite high anxiety, um, it used to take me a little bit of time to kind of calm down from people um, coming around and things like that. So I feel like I'm more of a prickly hedgehog that um, needs some time. This is not uh, not the case now, but um, I feel that I'm a bit more prickly when it comes to... Um, people and therefore the disowned part of that which I've had to recover over time is this 
this part that is warm, open, um, open to emotions and vulnerability and all that kind of stuff and welcoming. So I just find it super interesting that we let these these parts go. So, so the place to look is not just triggers, but also what do we admire in other people too. And then what happens is we have these primary cells, a bit like a seesaw. Um, I, I can't get my whole arm in. A bit like a seesaw. The primary cells are quite strong and the disowned cells are at the bottom of the seesaw. Now, as we start to disidentify with these primary cells up here, by natural default, we get equilibrium and those disowned parts start to show and come out naturally. So it's a really great practice to start to become aware of these primary cells and start to um, separate out the first step, really awareness, because if you're being pushed by your pusher and I've got my red tinted glasses of pusher on and everything I see is urgent and I must not fail and everything that I look at is going to look at through that lens. So we need to take those lenses off, go, ah, hello, pusher, you're here. You were here last night. I recognized you. Take off that lens and then come back to the central place of what do I actually choose to do here? Not what my pusher chooses to do, not what my perfectionist wants me to do. What do I choose to do here? And it may be to enlist the help of your pusher or perfectionist or whoever it is, or it may not be. But the point is that you come from a position of choice. So I hope you enjoy the choices that you make today and I'm wishing you all a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Women in STEM Career and Confidence. To get further support in your journey, join me in Breakthrough Unleashed on Facebook.